Welcome to Couch the Coach, the fortnightly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we're live again. I know I said I wasn't going to say that, but I've said it. <laughs> it's a bit of a catchphrase now. I'm alive again. So... <laughs> Literally kicking off with the same line every week. <laughs> <laughs> Episode three. Episode three. This is. I think this is going to be the hardest one because first one is a bit like, oh, it's a new thing. Second one is, wow, we've actually got a second one. Third one, we've actually got listeners out there, which people are waiting for us to do this episode. So this is the hardest one. We really need to get this well. Do this. Prof- do this well today. Podcasters. Yeah, yeah. That's going to put them. I'm going to put that on my CV. Psychiatric <laughs> nurse slash part-time podcaster. Part-time. It's when the other way around that you've got to worry about it. Full-time <laughs> podcaster, part-time psychiatric nurse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How you been? I've been good. Yeah, I've been really good. Um, doing a lot of running. It's uh, it's kept my motivation up. I must admit, doing this podcast, I don't really want to come onto a podcast and say, oh, I've done any running this week or you this are, last couple of weeks. So you it's are kept definitely my doing it. That's fair. Yeah. You are definitely keeping the running up. I think yeah. we've inspired a few people as well. I've had some contacts from a few people that you know. I know. I know, which is good. Which is good. And people are contacting me, asking me questions about running. I'm like, I must be doing something well. Here, the part of the podcast, people are actually asking me questions about running. They think you've come on as the coach. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not the couch anymore. I am literally now the coach. <laughs> as long as you're giving them the uh, the right advice and you're not associating yourself with me. <laughs> yeah, I've got no idea what I'm talking about. But yeah, this is what I thought, what I think. Oh dear. Well, it's good. It's good to know that we've got some listeners and we've got people actually paying interest and, you know, getting inspired by running. Mm, it's been good. It's been, it has been good, and it's been really interesting keeping an eye on the people where we're, people are listening and how many listeners we're getting. I mean, we we have had some listeners in some far out places. <laughs> we have. We've had some really far out places. I think there might have been a bit of a glitch on the Acast website, but we'll take them. I think it was. I think one day we had 160 listeners in one day. I think there was a bit of a glitch there, but we'll take them. (laughs) (laughs) But we've had people in all sorts of different places. So we've had India. We've actually got to India. We've actually conquered Africa. We've got Honduras, Ecuador, Guatemala, uh, Nicaragua, Mongolia. Two of my favourite coffees in there: Guatemala and Nicaragua. (laughs) I'm not a coffee drinker, so I don't know what you're talking about. But we've 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 conquered. Mongolia and uh, the UAE, so United Arab Emirates. So people that are listening must be listening to us whilst watching the World Cup as well. So I'm a bit scared time. when I found out we've had someone listening from Palestinian territory. <laughs> but yeah, we've had loads of people in different far out reaches of all the world listening to us. We haven't conquered Antarctica, which was my ambition by this time last week, last last podcast. But we're getting there. Okay, I mean, just yeah. to prove that me and Rob aren't lying about this, we'll uh, we'll put a few screenshots up on the Instagram mm. account just so you can see the um you know the amazing countries across the world that we are reaching. Yeah. I, I keep saying to Rob though, um, I really want to reach out and get somebody in Kenya. Mm. So if there is someone in the, the the running capital of the world in Kenya that fancies listening to two chaps, one from Stoke, one from Birmingham, talk about running, please, Elliot Kipchoge, <laughs> <laughs> give give us a listen. 
Hey, I've met Kipchoge. I've met him. I shook his hand and he gave me a signed ph- uh, photograph when I was at uh, the London Marathon at the expedition. I met Paula Radcliffe, so I'm a photo of Paula Radcliffe. And on the same day, I met Kipchoge. If we'd known I was doing this podcast, I might have given him a business card and said, part-time psychiatric nurse, part- uh, part-time podcaster as well. <laughs> Who's your favourite, Kipchoge or Paula Radcliffe? I spoke to Paula Radcliffe a bit. So I had my photo with her and she signed my me my number for the London Marathon number. Uh, so I spoke to her a little bit. Um, but Kipchoge was just in the front of me handing out these photographs, was signed photographs. We didn't really get an opportunity to speak to him. But he spoke about nutrition um, with another company. I can't remember the company. But yeah, it was, it was really good, actually. The expedition was really, really good. I'd have been too starstruck. I think I'd have got down on my knees and kissed his feet, to be fair. Kissed, <laughs> kissed his alpha flowers. I'd have been down there doing that. So we've had, a, we've had 442 listeners, which to me is, and I said this last week, or when we last did the podcast, absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah, it is. It is. It's it really crazy. is. And we're still getting listeners every single day. It's weird that we've had, I think, one day where we've only had one person. Um, but every other day, every day we've had somebody listening to it. It's certainly motivating. It's certainly motivating. Keeps us coming back for more, doesn't it? It does. Definitely. Keeps us coming back for more. But I think it'd be nice. We're still looking for people to identify themselves on the socials, Instagram, Facebook. Um, we are here recording these episodes for you, the listeners. So if you are listening and you just want to drop a message, say hello, tag us in your stories, anything like that, just say hello to us because it makes us smile. It does. And I've, I can see Rob. He's got a lovely smile. <laughs> I've always got a lovely smile. It's just starting to get hidden by this moustache, I must admit. I've had to trim it because the, the, literally the hair is growing inside of my mouth. Although it is more of a full beard now. It, yeah, I mean, I've got to admit, I, I trimmed mine back the other night. But it was simply because I forgot I was growing it. <laughs> <laughs> it is, they do forget about it. People look, When I first had it, people were pointing it out to me and I was thinking, well, you're about that. Why am I a moustache? And I realised I actually have. But now... Yeah. Like I say, it is starting to morph into a bit more of a beard, which I normally have. So it is, we've done Movember, should we really be doing December beard? Don't get me started. <laughs> to be more fair, facial I've, hair puns. I've lost the charger to my electric razor, so it could possibly be happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So we, we can't, I don't think we can go any further in this podcast without mentioning the hot topic of the... Uh, the month of November and December at the moment. World Cup time. It is. World Cup time, absolutely. And England are through. England. Yeah. Uh, we're we're film, filming, recording this on the Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, England played last night against Wales. Sorry, Wales and mm. Wrexham. Yeah, we've got one listener in Wrexham. Well, we had one listener in Wrexham. No, they'll listen to us again after talking about this. Please stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We like your Wales, really. What's your prediction? World Cup, England? I think we'll Coming beat Senegal home. in the next round. And if we beat Senegal, we're likely to play France in the next round after that. And I think if we beat Senegal, um, which is a big ask, because they are quite a decent football team, mm. I can't see us beating France. But Au revoir that, at that point. Yeah, I would say so. But saying that, we, we got to a semi-final and a final in the last two major tournaments. So anything can happen. Southgate might pull out all the stops and do something. I think he needs to play Foden more. Being a Man City fan, I would say that. But he, he played he well last night. Yeah, he played really, really well last played, night. They all played really well last night. Even as a Man City fan, saying Rashford played really, really well. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm just. That hurt just you that did, didn't it? Saying that. Yeah, a little bit. Been watching Argentina. 
against Poland and they seem to be a really good side if they get through because if they don't win tonight they're out so Argentina or Poland mm-hmm. out Argentina yeah I mean Emmy Martinez the goalkeeper Villa, goal, Villa goalkeeper yeah. he's class he's class yeah. but yeah I, I had high hopes for Argentina before the tournament but mm. stuttered stuttered you never know in a World Cup you no, always you don't. get the, the, the odd team that you think are going to do really well not doing so well like Belgium they do win, do fantastically well, but then you get people like Brazil, who you know are going to get very far, yeah. or France, and they seem to be playing well. But Australia have played well as well. So Australia, I've got a guy at work who's Australian. He, it was the day that Australia played their first game. I think like two or three days after everyone else, and he came into work and he was buzzing and I thought, what's the matter? The World Cup starts tonight. He said, yeah. <laughs> Australia are playing. I was like, okay, stick to your cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, interesting anyway, stuff, we're a running up. podcast. We're a running podcast. <laughs> One question. If you're well, Wrexham yeah. in the NSRAA, R-R-A-A-A-A, R-R-A. who would you be if you're a World Cup team? Ooh, good question. Um, so we're thinking about your league format of the the Staffordshire Road Racing Running Association. I'll yeah. get it right one day. Who would you be if you're a World Cup country? Um, I would think I would probably be a team like so group A is like your Brazils your Argentinas yeah. Australia <laughs> Australia I got Canada in the sweepstake at work I was the last person to have the, the, the draw of the team and I got told it was Canada before I even drawed it so I was like well there's any point me I, I know they're going to go out but I had to put the two pound in because I had Canada but I would say I'm Australia a bit of a, an unknown an unknown entity that might pull out all the stops and actually get through which Australia have so yeah I would say I was in Australia the Socceroos the Socceroos I mean, if anybody in Australia is listening and wants to invite me over just to say hi <laughs> I'm more than welcome if you we all, all, inspe- all expenses paid trip to Australia just for get me across there just, just because I say I'm Australia in the World Cup happy to do that a shameless plea yeah. <laughs> to be dragged over to the nation of the Socceroos yeah absolutely <laughs> Oh, fair play to you. I've got a good friend of mine that's Canadian. Actually, I watched the uh, the the first game. Uh, they played uh, Belgium, and they okay. played really well. And I was gutted for them to be fair, because yeah. I was I was behind them. I was behind Canada, and they were they were doing really really well. Mm-hmm. Shame. So the way the way it works out sometimes. Anyway, as you said, we are a running podcast. Let's we get are. back to it. <laughs> Should we kick off with some updates of some challenges? Yeah. Yeah. Or do, you want to, do you want to do have a look at some runs I've been done doing recently? Oh, we'll have a look at you, we'll have a look at your runs and then we'll get yeah. into your challenges. Yeah. We want to talk about Rob's running. That's what we're here for to turn him from couch to coached. So you did a couple of races, I believe. I have. Um, yeah. You, I think, on the last episode, you were preparing for the Meerbrook 15K. I was. Titled on Strava. Yeah. Hilly, wet. And misty. It was very hilly. It was very wet, and it was very very misty. We had to start by going to the start point by going through a huge puddle. And if anybody saw on Instagram, if you follow me on Instagram, it was a huge puddle. So even <laughs> before you start the race, your feet are absolutely soaking wet. It was a lake. It was like a lake. And then coming back, you had to go through that puddle again. 
So there was no way you were getting away from the puddle. Even if you took your time going through it, you're going to get soaking wet. So you may as well just run through it. So I ran through it twice. Um, so that was very wet. It was very misty when you got up because it was, like I say, very hilly. It's called Gun Hill. They call 1,200 it. foot of elevation. Yeah, so it was very hilly. Twice. So you go, you come, you go up, and then you go down around like a bit of a circular motion, and then come back on yourself. So you go up the hill twice. The best bit of it is, the last mile is literally downhill. So you're flying, absolutely flying down. I was I just about to say, you've set a one-mile PR. <laughs> I know. Is because that running of that, downhill at the that end? That was running downhill. <laughs> it was honestly, it was amazing. I've never felt so alive in my life running down that hill. Seven-minute mile, it downhill. Yeah. Plus also. I came second, so oi, oi. I know second in an SRAA Group F. Um, there was I think it was about six of us that ran, or five or six of us, and I came second. Um, I overtook somebody to put me in third up the hill, uh, and then I could see the guy who was second in front of me, and he was the guy that came second in the last race that I ran. Um, I think it was the I can't remember what race it was. Um, but I could see him in my sights. Even when it was dead misty and you couldn't see in front of me, <laughs> I couldn't see my hand in front of me, I had him in my sights. And then came back on myself and about mile six, I think it was about mile six, mile five, mile six, they were giving water out and I was running up to them, getting close to him. Then he'd burn off and then I'd catch up with him, then he'd burn off again. But he, he, he kind of like slowed down, really slowed down at the water and I went past him. <laughs> squirted your water bottle in his face and leaked yeah. it <laughs> yeah well he saw me he obviously knew who I was because he walked past he said go on then mate and I, I was like I'm going anyway so like, I went knew past who, him knew who you was because you're a famous podcaster obviously clearly yeah <laughs> um, but I went past him and then managed to hold him off and I could because I, I, I don't look back I, I never look behind me because I think to myself if I look behind me I'll panic or I'll see somebody that I need to want to try and get him trying try to get in front of so I never look back and then got to the point of where I was running downhill and I thought right I've got this now and I came second fair play to you. fair first. play that's, that's a good achievement this is looking good for the uh, uh, the league format next year for the NSRRA that's the one get in there so I think uh, that's the the last run is it of the, the league this so year there was, that was my last run there was one last um, last weekend just gone. It was the Cheddleton 10k. I didn't run that because I ran Wilmslow instead. Oh, um, spoiler alert! Yeah, it's a bit of a spoiler alert. But yeah, it was the it's the second to last race. So I've, oh. and, and the three that I've ran officially, I've came second, came fifth, I think, or fourth, and then came second. So it's good stuff. Yeah, we're gonna we're well. taking over next year, by the way. Yeah. So we, you, well, uh, it was leadership. Uh, <laughs> when at last podcast, this isn't coming for you, Peter. Peter Gibbs. Uh, and he, he mentioned that to me when I went on the Stoke Fit <laughs> run. And he says, I best start training because he's doing, he's doing London Marathon. And I says, Well, you just concentrate on London Marathon. I'll, I'll concentrate on NSRRA. Yeah, so. Peter, he's coming Shout for out you. To Peter again. He's coming for you. Um, so, what did we do after after that then? So, we did the Mearbrook. Yeah. Good, solid run. Good, solid workout. Well done. Proud coach. Um, then you did a Stoke Fit, Stoke Fit Massive, medium Stoke short run, yeah. led by Andrew. Hello, Andrew. Supported two, by Matt. There was, there was two leaders uh, because nobody wanted to go out on the um, the long run. So Matt joined us, Matt Craig joined us. 
shout out to Matt again, shout out to Andrew Knowles. So we had two leaders. Um and that was a good that was a good run. Sport for choice by leaders. Ooh. Yeah. A ten v ten double pitch football match. Yeah, we had too many people, so we we uh, we encroached onto a second pitch. And it was a bit of a we played in like a square. Uh, so yeah, I did three miles. I think that's the most I've ever done in a in a in a, in a football game. Did do so, three miles, yeah, in a football match. Mad. But then you think of this when I see the football stats the other night. I think we're not going to talk about football again for another twenty minutes. But <laughs> they do ten to twelve k in yeah, a match. I know, it's mad. Absolutely crazy. Frightening, isn't it? Frightening. Mm. Um, Hanley Park run. Yeah. yeah official time. It. Is this official time because you stopped your watch too early? or? No, I actually kept it on. <laughs> uh, it, I think it only is 3.07 because that was the last time as well. So I, th- I, I didn't... I, no, I say got close to a PB. My, my PB there is 25.25. So I'm not far off. Um, mm. But so I, was, I, I convinced myself after... I was psychologically prepared, psychologically preparing for the day after, which was Mayor Brute fifty, it may have ten k, Wilmslow ten k. Sorry, you did you did that whole thing of doing a park run, and then going after a a race again. Mm. Wilmslow festive ten k. Now, I've got to say, like you did a reel afterwards, yeah. um, and you celebrated a a PB in this race. I did. Wearing a Father Christmas hat. Yeah, well, the the happiest Christmas man I've ever seen at a race in a Father <laughs> Christmas hat. The Father Christmas hat didn't last very long, I must admit. I only last, it lasted about a kilometre and I had to take it off because it was too hot. So, But yeah, I've got a PB uh, of 2 minutes and 4 seconds. So my PB was at Wilmslow Festive 10k last year. I think I got 52.30. This year, I got 50.24. Uh, so massive, massive PB. Two, two minutes and 6 seconds off. Which I was dead happy about, really, really chuffed. I was a bit, a bit annoyed that I didn't get under 50, but hey ho, it's uh, we we live and learn, and I can push on next for next year. And I've just signed up again for Wilmslow because they're giving two for one, so they do one in the summer, which I didn't do this last year, this year, and then they do a two for one, so summer and festive one. So I've got it in my sights again, and I'm going to get under 50 minutes. So you've got next you've time. got Wilmslow 10k and Pete in your sights. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Pete ran the Wilmslow 10k and he got under 50 minutes. He is a good runner, Pete is. And he got under 50 minutes and he got his PB there as well, I think. Um, so, yeah. But what we do is, um, if after that, you can see that it's called, we did Wilms, well, some Wilmslow 10k mustering. So, what we do in Stoke Fit is, um, when we go out running with the club, we always run back to the back person and then we do that mustering. And we do that at races as well, which I love doing uh, and love seeing. I did see this Wilmslow 10k mustering. Yeah, mm. so we did an extra mile and a half, near enough, mustering. So go back to the people, run them through to, to motivate them, to get them, <sighs> encourage them, and then you go back again. So I did it, I did it with a couple of people, um, and you, with the pictures, an absolutely amazing picture uh, that, that one, of the, one of the girls that we were helping with mustering. With all of us there, there's about 10, 50, 10, 12 of us all mustering with this one one girl. It's, a, it's an amazing picture because we're all there really encouraging people. And that's what I love about Stoke Fit. It's the, 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 the people that are in the actual club are the nicest people. And I can and I said this last time, genuinely call friends. And they're so encouraging. It's absolutely amazing. Um, so having conversations with people as we were running. So I was c- catching up with uh, with 
which we'll come on to in a minute, Ange, talking to her about the podcast and talking to her about the choir. They had a choir at this uh, Wilmslow Festive 10K. Uh, but yeah, the mustering. And it's what I want to ask is, do all the clubs, I don't know, you, you don't know if you've got the answer to this, Ben, but if people out there listening, do all the clubs do this? Do all the clubs muster and are so encouraging? I'd like to think they are, but I'd like to, like to ask that question. Do all the clubs actually go back after they've run 10K? actually go back and help other people and encourage other people um, so it's a question for I mean it's, it's not it's not something I've witnessed in a race no. so to speak but um, I've, I've certainly seen it on Sunday long runs that they do at our club we yeah. have a route and you'll get often people running up coming back and doing a bit more with people that are, are further behind uh, at races I've not I've not I mean it it may happen I've certainly not witnessed it but I think no. it's amazing it's incredible did, that you do that as a club. I must, I must admit, I didn't do it at London Marathon. I've <laughs> 26 miles, I've had enough. I was like, no way, I'm not you going anywhere. You do back down the mall, though, to have another run yeah, of it, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, after the 10K, it was really nice to be able to go back and encourage the people that we're, that we're, that we're um, behind and no, that's good trying stuff. to encourage them to get try and get a PB as well. So it was good, it was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, we said. I think we spoke about it in the last episode the, the the spirit you get from joining the running club. Um, if you're someone that is struggling for motivation, especially the cold, dark nights and mornings, uh, get yourself into a running club. Yeah. Go online and have a look at your local running groups because it is gonna it's gonna change your life. If you're someone that wants to go running, you'll pick up so much, you'll learn so much, you'll make friends, and you just you'll find you're joining a really good community. And if anybody's in Stoke that's listening to the podcast that does want to join Stoke Fit, get in contact with Stoke Fit themselves. They're on Facebook, or you can speak to me if you want to. I can I can give you details of where we meet. There's two meeting places within Stoke, so it depends on where you're closest to. But you meet other you meet other people as well. So you meet loads of people that you wouldn't ordinarily meet other than through running. Uh, so like a girl that I met, Michelle, who. Was, doesn't run with Badly Green where I run from, runs with the old Sal, they called this other place. And talking to her and, and seeing where she is up to, very similar pace actually to me. So it's quite a good thing to actually get some, to know that there's other people out there that are similar place to you, that when you go running, that you can buddy up with them. Yeah, it's great stuff. It is good stuff. I mean, Stoke Fit sounds like a, and some, from what I've seen actually on the social media stuff, the photos you've put up. Uh, and having a bit of an insight to the, the Facebook group from you getting the podcast joined on there, some of the photos you see are great, and mm. you can tell it's a really well-run group of runners, to be fair. very well-run group. It's, it's really good, and they're, they're after people to join. If people want to join, it's not... I don't Rob's know. not on commission, by the way. <laughs> I was going to I'm not it's... after money, but if you want to join, if, you want, if, you've got, if you've got questions, ask me questions. I'm more than happy to answer them or point them in the right direction, so... Big up the Stoke Fit crew. Big up Stoke Fit crew. Well done to you guys over there. It's good stuff. Um, so let's move in to the next part of the show. Should we go in? Um, we did some challenges, didn't we? We did. Rob looks like he's got a better posture. I'm going to tell <laughs> you now. I can see him on screen. He's sitting up straight. Um <laughs> Whether he's gonna, got washboard abs, I don't know. I'm not going to show you, don't worry. I don't uh, want to see. <laughs> they're definitely not washboard anyway. How's it um, going? Come on. It's going really well. I really, I'm actually enjoying doing it. Um, I put a few videos on Instagram for the first couple of days. 
Um, and I just thought to myself, I'm going to give it a bit of a rest because I'm sure people are getting sick of sight of me seeing me doing sit-ups and crunches and leg raises. But yeah, I'm actually enjoying it and it's something so you, I'm probably going to carry on. If you haven't listened to episode two of the podcast, why, uh, is the first question. But I set Rob, and we do this each week, is a uh, coach challenge. So I set Rob a challenge, and then he sets me the couch challenge, which we'll talk about in a minute. Episode two's challenge for Rob was to do 14 days of the 30-day ab challenge. Uh, An increasing, should we say an increasing amount of crunches, sit-ups, leg raises, plank, Yeah. With the odd rest day. Yeah. So the today's idea rest day, to... for example. So day 12 is a rest day. So I'm not doing anything today. Uh, whereas tomorrow I'll start again. But I'm looking at doing, carrying it on. Not just stopping on day 14. I will get washboard abs. I've never, I've never, I've never <laughs> had any toes in the body. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's a washboard ab, but it's got quite a lot of um, ab. One. One. <laughs> washboard ab. Yeah. And that's one what it ab. looks like at the moment. It is just one big ab. <laughs> I think, I mean, I set you the challenge originally because I think in episode one we'd set you the, the task of getting some consistency. Yeah. You did really well at that. Then I thought to myself, what the runners neglected strength, conditioning, core work. Let's let's put him down on the floor with the dog doing yeah. a bit of core work. Dexter made some good uh, appearances in the videos. And you're feeling better for it? Yeah, I would say so, yeah. And, and, yeah. and I, I suppose it's early days to actually see if it's improved my running, but I would say that my posture is more upright. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's helping. I think it's something that you can do as well, uh, listeners. If you go to our Instagram page, the, the challenge isn't going anywhere. It's one of the posts. You can pick it up, 30 days ab challenge. Um, and if you do, take part. See if you can produce a better reel than Rob produced. I mean, he put some good efforts out, some really good efforts, but create some reels of the ab challenge. Let us know you're doing it. Tag us in the posts. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We want to reach out to other. We want to reach out to you listeners and reach out to us, speak to us. Yeah, interaction. So anyway, we're nothing without you. We aren't. We aren't anything without you. Even if it is just a, a, a glitch within the system that we've got <laughs> listeners in Guatemala or in, in, in Nicaragua. But anyway, so yeah, that's the couch, the, the coach challenge. How are you getting on with the couch challenge? So for people that didn't listen to podcast two, there's me opening me up to find out I'm doing <laughs> shamelessly in the middle of the podcast trying to play Candy Crush. <laughs> we could we could take that out, but we're not going to. It's too much work for me. But we'll carry on. Uh, so yeah. So the couch challenge that I set you was to to play Candy Crush. Cool. I'm quite a, a prolific user of Candy Crush. I'm on two thousand and three hundred and something odd levels. Um, sad. And very sad. It is very sad. I must admit it. That's over a number of years, though, to be fair. Uh, but my challenge to you was to get for bronze medal, you were going to get a hundred levels. For silver, it was one hundred and fifty, and then gold, it was uh, two hundred levels. And I had quite regular updates from you. Uh, so, do you want to update the listeners on where you're up to and how it's gone? I mean, I'd, I'd vowed the other day not to play it again <laughs> because it's 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 destroyed my life. It's destroyed my sleep, and I'll tell you a bit more in a minute. It's come close to destroying my marriage to the <laughs> wife that I forgot I had. To be honest, um, and then I've just opened. I want to apologise. To... I do wholeheartedly apologise. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> And then I've just opened the app to try and find out what level was at because I forgot about it, you know, put it into the back of my mind. And then they've just surprised me with a, a, a promotion for 20 days of surprises starting tomorrow, Rob. Mm, 
So are you going to carry on? <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've got them surprises. Um, no, so do you know what? I... I started playing this and I just thought to myself, like, I haven't played a computer game because I am I am classing it as a computer game. I haven't played a computer game properly for... It's it's a long time. I don't have time. I've got two kids um, and a wife and I like my running, so I don't have time to play games like this. I have made time, admittedly. Um, and... Uh, would I say I've enjoyed it? To some extent, yes. Um, the first thing I would say is I went to bed on the first night, literally finished recording the first the, the, the episode of the podcast where it was set, and I downloaded the app, I went to bed, started playing it, and Rachel, my wife, turned to me and said, what are you doing? I was like, oh, Rob's just set me this challenge, I've got to play Candy Crush, blah, 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 I explained to the idea. 100, 150, 200. Oh, Okay. You're not going to be on it for long, are you? Nope. Anyway, you know, 20 minutes later, I'm still there, <laughs> sliding these candies across. Anyway, that finished. Woke up the next day. And uh, I think she was sitting on the sofa, and I said, what are you doing? I'm playing Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> so she downloaded it as well. So she downloaded Candy Crush. So our evenings have pretty much been spent with us, you know, watching trash on TV, the World Cup came on and it just allowed us to sort of keep an eye on the football and play Candy Crush um, she had to stop at one point because she said every time she went to bed she closed her eyes and all she could see was like exploding sweets and flashing lines <laughs> I don't know who's become more addicted to Candy Crush, is it me or Rachel? You'd get addicted, I told you it's, It is very addictive very um, I mean, so addictive. Our kids haven't been baffed in two weeks. <laughs> I've been eating crisps for dinner and the hoovering ain't been done. <laughs> it's terrible. I've literally just dedicated so much time to what we both have. So um, consistency, you've done well. You've done very well. I'm a very proud Candy Crush coach. <laughs> Candy Crush. That's, maybe there's a job in that. Part-time podcaster, part-time psychiatric nurse, part-time Candy Crush coach. <laughs> no, I... I I wouldn't say I've enjoyed it. I probably will keep playing to some extent because I'm very competitive and I want to see what it feels like to get to level 2022, whatever you're on. Um, But I'm proud of my achievement. You should be proud. What did you get? 105. That's good. That's not bad. I made it to bronze. You did, you got a bronze level. So, not quite second like I got in me NSRRA, but you got bronze. You've All right. <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying. Um, so, yeah, 105. I've, I've unlocked different suites that do different things. Um, some of them, you know, I've, I've no idea what I'm doing, admittedly. Mm. I get really frustrated when I lose my lives, but good challenge, Rob. Good challenge. Thank you. It's what I needed in my life. (laughs) Like a hole in the head. I'm on level 2,383. So I think I've gone up by about 50 levels since the last time we spoke on the podcast, which is really difficult when you get to that level because the the levels are... I bet they do, yeah. ...possible. I've I've got really frustrated. And it is very, very, very addictive, I've got to say. It really is. Um, and I want to say before we move on, the kids have been bathed in two weeks and they have been fed and the hoovering hasn't been don't done. Get, please, listeners, don't contact social services and get bed taken. Kids they are taken fine, away. honestly. <laughs> um, 
I, I mean, look, we'll we'll do some new challenges at the end of the show to keep yeah. us going for the next between the next episodes. But I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad that you did enjoy it. So, let's move on to another regular feature, which is listeners' questions. Um, diddle, 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 diddle. We said we'd have a jingle. I know. Yeah, that's a quite. A good Where'd you jingle. get that from? What the jingle? Yeah. The diddly 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 jingle thing. <laughs> that was straight out of your mouth. <laughs> Don't ask me to repeat it. It won't be consistent. <laughs> we can put a, I could have a look at a jingle. People are surprised that actually, when they listen to the podcast, that I actually put a jingle on the first episode for the, for the intro. So I might surprise other people by putting a jingle in for the Come on. Uh, so I've got a couple of questions. So we've got three questions. Um, just trying to find the first question. So the first question is from a, a, a gentleman called Andrew Boff. Um, who I work with. Hi, Andrew. He works within my team. We are colleagues. We are good friends. Um, And he was a keen runner. Unfortunately, this is his question. My question for Ben is, having ran regularly from an early age, a few years ago I hurt my Achilles, and then subsequently over the year I've had had issues with calf strains and Achilles issues in both legs. I stretch and, and slowly try to build up time and distance, but then have a setback again, which is increasingly frustrating as someone who would love to be able to run on a regular basis again. Um, so I suppose it's it's more of a, a comment, but have you got any advice? Uh, dear Ben, have you got any advice for my friend Andrew? Um, yeah, it's a good question. I first of all would start by saying I'm obviously not a physiotherapist I'm not someone that can diagnose what the original problem was or how to necessarily cure that if it is a recurring injury it sounds like for me if you're doing things like stretching um, I'm assuming this is pre-running and post-running to try and uh, warm the muscle the tendon uh, and also to cool down properly so we're not getting aching muscles and tendons afterwards then I would I would probably go as far to say you're doing all the right things I would suggest in that area in terms of the running itself again it sounds like you're doing the right thing um, building up the mileage slowly um, making sure that you're not running too many miles too quickly in terms of your loading because one of the things that can happen when you've had an injury setback is you automatically try and snap back to the amount of mileage you were doing prior to your injury and not only can that aggravate the current injury it can actually cause new injuries um so it's quite common um rachel actually my wife she got a a stress fracture in her foot because she had a second child took some time off running naturally came back thought she could do a certain amount and ended up with this stress factor in a foot and it was very very frustrating so if you are coming back from something make sure you're cautious with your mileage the thing i would say that we don't know that um andrew's doing um and i would hope he is to help aid uh the 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 injury or the problem would be strength work um if you're not doing strength work i would consult the physiotherapist and see if there is any sort of strength and conditioning work that can be done to strengthen the calves because he might have lost a bit of the muscle strength a bit of the muscle mass with the time off from the injury things like calf raises uh, negative calf raises off a step or a box uh, something as simple as rolling up a towel 
and putting that under your front toes. Um, front toes? I don't, you don't think you have back toes, do you? <laughs> <laughs> under your toes. Talking about silly toes. <laughs> silly toes. We'll come back to that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, rolling up a towel, putting that on the floor, placing your toes on the towel and doing some calf raises off that. That will strengthen the calf. And over a period of time, with doing all those things, the warm-up, gradually increasing your mileage, doing the strength and conditioning, it may be that that gets better. And another final note is probably looking at your intensity. Just make sure that you're not running too hard too often and ask yourself, uh, are you running truly easy? And that should be low intensity. Zone two, if you've got a heart rate monitor, um, or running at around about a three or four in like a, a rate of perceived exertion chart. So 10 would be sprinting, one would be doing nothing sitting down. You want to be aiming for about a three maximum on your easy running. If you're going faster than that, you might be aggravating an injury. There you go. Great answer. Um, hopefully that does help, Andy. Uh, I'll find, I'm sure I'll find out next week. If it doesn't, obviously reach out. Um, yeah. Contact me uh, either through the Couch to Coached Instagram page. Uh, one of me or Rob is always quite responsive on there. Or drop me a, a message at Ben Russell Fitness Coach um, and I can give you some more information. Maybe even have a chat with you if you want to. Yeah, I'm sure we, I'm sure we will reach out because he is keen to get back into into running. He goes to the gym quite often. He goes to the gym. Uh, I'm not sure what he actually does at the gym, but he, he quite often tells me what he's been doing on the treadmill. And he doesn't do a lot of running outside other than the treadmill. And we were going to go to do a park run, but because of the injuries, he's not been able to. But. So, yeah, fantastic, fantastic answer. Okay, so next question is from Helen Mee, who is another Stoke Fit member. Shout out to Helen. Helen was the person I mentioned in the last podcast who was there all the time, even if she isn't running. She's there supporting. Uh, so she was there at Park Run the other day. She she was at Wilmslow 10K as well. She was one of the people that we went back to Muster for. Um, so her question is, what's your number one tip for a slow runner who wants to quicken up? My number one tip, and I'm sorry, I'm going to have to split it into two because it's sort of the same thing, is... You will class yourself as a slow runner, wanting to get quicker. The number one problem I see with the people that I coach is it tends to be when they're running, they're running too quick. Now, hear me out. What tends to happen is you put your trainers on, you go out the door and you run, and there's no real aim to the running. It's just, I've got to run. And what tends to happen is people run too quick. The intensity for your easy run... Uh, I answered it a little bit in the last question, should be basically conversational pace. You should be able to hold a conversational pace quite easily, around about a three on a rate of perceived exertion, 10 being sprinting, one being sitting, three's easy. Um, It should be able to be held for a fairly long time. And what you're doing by running easy is really working on your aerobic endurance now, I know you've asked what the question is, Is to, how do I get quicker? I'm telling you to run slower. But it's all about the fitness improvements that you get from your aerobic threshold. If you can improve and promote your aerobic endurance and your aerobic threshold to get higher, you should be able to get a quicker outcome, a quicker pace before you reach that threshold. So in turn, you're promoting the body to tolerate a quicker pace without asking it to work so hard. 
the other thing to that is not just running easy or not running at the same intensity all the time it's putting some speed work in and speed work um, Helen is relative to you so you know what Rob might do as a speed session if he was to run 800 meters he'd be running at a faster pace than you but there's no reason why you can't go out and do things like 800 meter repeats so you know six by 800 meters at a very fast or high intensity with a couple of minutes recovery and then you do another interval and doing intervals like that adding variety to your training and getting your easy run run easy is the best way to seek improvement because I find that people tend to run their easy runs too fast and they tend to run their fast runs either they don't run them at all or they run them too slow so it's about getting that variety again if you want um, personalized help with finding these things um, you don't have to be coached by me just reach out uh, send me a message on Instagram or drop me an email um, at Ben Russell Fitness Coach and I can help you work these zones out or these paces out and you can hopefully see if you can get a bit quicker or if you've got coaches at Stoke Fit speak to one of them and they should you know they'd be willing to help you I'm sure they would so Helen um, actually, did the, like I say, she ran Wilmslow. She got a PB at Wilmslow. Uh, she got good a stuff. sub one thirty on uh, on a, a PB, which is really really good. Uh, and, and I know she she is quite a keen runner, so she does do a lot of running. Um, so I think she probably will reach out if you want to, Helen. Give me a shout. I'm sure I can come and. I'm not sure what I could offer advice. What Ben's already said, but I can come and I can do some running with you. I've offered that because I know that she's training currently training for a half marathon. I'm not sure she's done a half marathon in, in the past, but she's training for Potter's half. Uh, so I, I spoke to her. Uh, Potter's uh, half with an A. Yeah, so with half with A R F. That's what it is actually. Potter's half. Um, so yeah, she's training for that. So she's uh, she's gearing up for getting some more running under her belt. So she's she's quite a keen runner on Strava. So she's out and about. So Good stuff. Get in touch with me if you want to, and I offer this to everybody. If anybody wants to go out for a run, more than happy to come run. As long as you keep up with, as long as I can keep up with you, um, I can run slower, but I can't run faster normally. Uh, but I think the running the slow, like like you were saying about running slow, I struggle with that. I must admit, yeah. when when I first started, I would just go out and I'd just run. And I wouldn't think about my pace. I wouldn't think about my heart rate. I just Common problem. It. it is. And I suppose the first question, one of the first questions that you ask me is, what is your easy pace? I'm like, I haven't got a clue what my easy pace is. What what, what do you mean by easy pace? And now I'm learning that it's it, to try and keep your heart rate down. I've got a heart, heart rate monitor. Try and keep your heart rate down. It does improve. Absolutely does improve. And you, you, you do, you're able to pace yourself a lot better. So I'm looking at the races that I'm doing and I've noticed that my pace, I'm able to keep that pace. And like with London Marathon, I was able to keep the pace for about 15, 16 miles. I did the Great North Run, trying to keep that pace. And it, it does help if you're able to pace yourself and able to get recognise your own pace and get your easy run down. It does really help. Um, so yeah, so good answers. Good it's just answers. working at the right intensity. But I mean, look, the main thing is you've got some goals, you've got some targets. Enjoy running first and foremost. If you want to get better, then say better by time. If that's something that motivates you, then nine times out of ten, the way to do that is to do something different. Because if you train the same, you can expect the same results. So yeah. putting variety in. Find out where you should be running your easy runs, whether that be by pace or intensity, and start putting a bit of variety in with different types of sessions. But that's the best way to promote an improvement. And I think I think variety is key. If you're going, and I tend to do the same runs because 
it's easier not to drive to somewhere you just go out and do the same run but it does become boring and i think that's why i do quite a lot of races because it's a different environment and there's other people there that can motivate you and that's what i find really helpful with the mustering and people talking to you and having that conversational pace but when you're out running on your own in the same environment it does get boring so i think variety is key with different sessions and that's one thing that i enjoyed with the london marathon training was that I would do an easy run, but then I'd do a tempo run or a threshold run, and that mixture helps, really does help. I mean, there's a good book I'm reading at the moment, um, which is uh, by Matt Fitzgerald. Um, it's called How Bad Do You Want It? Um, and basically, it's it's a book of psychology of running, really, um, and it's talking about something called psychobiology, which is looking at being able to do mind over muscle essentially mind over matter it's being able to teach yourself the coping mechanisms to deal with rates of um, exertion and uh, looking at coping with uh, discomfort and the only way that you can really cope with discomfort is by putting yourself in that position Um, so it's it's looking at um, the perception of effort and this is why like sessions I do quite often would be to go and do uh, 800 meter repeats and run them faster than what I would potentially be looking to race at. Only for short spells, maybe two or three minutes at a time, having a good rest period. But you start to become accustomed to dealing with that um, that perception of effort and it, it allows you then to go out and feel and know what it would be like to run at that pace and that intensity in a race. And the more you do it, the more you become able to cope with it. Um, if you're not doing that and you're not challenging yourself in training to do those things i'm sorry but you probably aren't going to be able to hold it for 10k or hold it for a half marathon or whatever your chosen race is the book by matt fitzgerald um how bad do you want it great read um really interesting running stories in there and it is aimed at all abilities it's just teaching yourself the the mind over matter I've downloaded that as an audiobook actually on your suggestion and I listened to it on the way back from Birmingham the other day when I was at a course and it is really good actually really good yeah, I never good. had it the first time I've ever downloaded an audiobook it's quite good that you don't have to actually read it you can just listen to it don't like listen, a podcast. To, listen to the podcast yeah I was going to say don't listen to the audiobook <laughs> listen to us on the podcast rather than the audiobook if you get a chance listen to the audiobook Lis- listeners are going to go down because Rob's told everyone to go to <laughs> Audible and download a book <laughs> Anyway, moving on, moving swiftly on uh, to the next question. So this this question, I suppose it's a double whammy, really. Um, so it's from my mate, my mate Mikey. Um, so he has, I have a question for the podcast. What are the top X amount of tips on advice for someone who wants to start running? So Mikey used to play football, and I think it used to be, I don't think he's ever been a runner, but he's interested in starting running. So that's obviously down to me. Or you, maybe not me. We're talking me. about running on, on the podcast. Uh, so, what is the what is a top tip for somebody who wants to start running? But also, um, and also, what could he? What could you suggest he gets? So, a, a bit of a list and inst- like a, a hit list for equipment that he might need uh, for running. So, things like trainers and watches. And I like this. I like this. Um, I mean, look. We we share running tips, um, or we, we're going to be sharing running tips. So the first thing you need to get yourself, Mark, is uh, something to play a Spotify on uh, or Apple, because we're going to be giving these tips away weekly, and you need to carry on listening. Good plug um, there, man. Good plug. Get Bring it, it back in. Go on, get it in. 
Um, no, but we will share a lot of tips, but obviously we've done that throughout this episode and the last three, so there's some plenty of tips that you can get. But I think what we did when we get the listeners' questions in, me and Rob talk about them, just to give me a bit of a chance to prepare for some of the questions and think about it. And we really like the idea. Tomorrow is December. It is the season to be jolly. <laughs> Christmas is upon us. It is. So what we've done, I've I've put together, I mean, Mike wanted a top X. I'm, I'm assuming he wanted... A certain number of items mm. for Christmas, Christmas list. So get comfy for his wife Louise. <laughs> for his wife Louise, come on Louise, buy Mike some of these things. I'm going to put on this <laughs> list. But get comfy. We've got Ben's top 100 things. <laughs> In at one. Could be a long episode, folks. No, I've done top. I've done a top five. I'm hoping Rachel is listening to this. Because um, some of the things that I've basically given her my Christmas list here, actually, <laughs> um, some items that I think are useful for new runners, people that are experienced runners, people that are just thinking, oh, what can I get myself for Christmas, or what can I get my partner or family member for Christmas? So I'm going to go through five items very quickly, give you some benefits, prices, um, and we'll in the coming days put a, a post up on Instagram so you can see this as well. Um, and if any of the the people that are listening to the podcast or get tagged in the post. If any of these companies want to sponsor us. Hey, see, it's rubbing off. It's not just me asking Here for sponsors now. Here we go. <laughs> um, so in at number five, we've got... Jingle. We've got something called Body Glide. Have you heard oh, of Body yeah, Glide? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Is that like um, lubrication for so you don't get chafing? Chub rub. Yeah, I definitely need chub rub. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> needs advice. a bit of chub rub every night. So I, I actually use Body Glide. Um, it comes in, for those that don't know, obviously frantically start Googling these things now. It comes in like a deodorant stick, a roll-on, if you like. Oh, yeah. it's, um, they do a blue and a pink one, by whichever one you like. I think it's the same thing. Um, you can basically take the lid off, do the little roll at the bottom, the stick pops out, and you can rub it anywhere you please. Um, common places I use, I get really bad uh, chafe on my inner thighs. Yeah, Don't know why. Uh, it's terrible when you get in the bath, chubbing, rubbing. Chubbing. <laughs> chubbing. Chubbing in the bath. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> oh, I think I'm gone. Oh, dear. Um, for 14. <laughs> He's gone. We'll, we'll, crack it, we'll carry on. I'm not stopping it now. We'll carry on. Fourteen ninety nine. I've gone. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> He's exactly covered the camera. God, I not see him. Oh dear. We'll come back to it. Uh, 14.99 for Body Glide. Yeah, so it is very good. It will save you some pain. Um, and you can buy it from pretty much any good running shop. Um, but that goes in at number five, and it will save you the pain. I get quite a bad chafing in, in, in the inner thighs, but also my nipples. Nipple, <laughs> I'm gonna nipples say bleeding. I'm going to say it. We're talking about nipples on the podcast. That is the worst when you've. I, I, I can remember doing. I think it was Great North Run, and I think it's worse when it obviously when it's raining because it sticks to you and it's rubbing. Uh, and I've done the hand motion there for people that are, are interested. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it does it does and i've never had bleeding nipples i must admit but i've had no. really bad chafed nipples so would that work on nipples as well yeah it's water resistant okay. um i mean and a lot of people use plasters on yeah, their nipples I that they've got a hairy chest so pulling yeah the and that hurts that, taking them off so mm. um body glide is in at number five good Sorry. solid purchase little good stocking start. filler 14.99 the next one number four is again on the same sort of theme as recovery and I've, I've taken this from you today sending me this what do you reckon to this uh, rob sent me a picture of something called a Lumi ice bath mm. and i had seen these floating around on instagram um advertising so i'm constantly looking at recovery so it's obviously it's knowing what i should be looking at and it's basically an inflatable portable recovery ice bath and the producers of this ice bath lumi they say that it is a game changer mm. currently so on I sale that and i thought Good that is. I've heard about like Wim Hof as his name. I don't know his name, but Wim Hof. He talks about the ice and going in ice. It was a, it was a TV program about it, wasn't it? And it does really does really help. Very good recovery. for recovery. Mm. Very good for recovery. I think I, I'm, the science behind it is I think it helps circulation, gets the blood going around the body to the muscles, brings it up to the top of the skin, gets everything working, and recovery is supposed to be quicker with an ice bath they they explain that this is the ultimate portable recovery ice bath this is game changer if only you could do it from if only you could do what Wim Hof there we go mm. does in your garden it's about the size of I would say it, I, mean, I don't know whether someone's seven foot Rob not you could fit in it I've actually asked the question. So the, the, the height, it goes up to a six foot seven. So I'm just under, well, I'm six foot six. I actually asked because I was interested in buying one myself. So yeah, so you can get it if you're six foot. So I couldn't the get my head is, under. Uh, I just think, yeah, come up for air. The idea is you fill it, you blow it up, you put it in the place you want it, you fill it with water, you stick some ice in and it's got a lid. And then what happens is you basically sit in it, you breathe and you focus on it for... A little bit of time um, so that you basically can aid your recovery um, yeah so that's Lumi recovery pod in at number four and it's currently on sale at 95 pounds and by the way all these items we're not working in partnership with any of the companies we're not promoting any of the companies these are not adverts as such this is just an answer to uh, Mike's question so number four is the Lumi recovery pod yeah, I think I might buy myself one of them. Get them all if you're listening. Christmas present. Rob will put the uh, the photos on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> not <of> me. <laughs> Number three, um, I'm going in for a pair of running trainers. I've, I can't talk about things you should have without a pair of running trainers. And I've used different brands in the past. Hoka were my favourite brand for a long time. No offence if there's anyone from Hoka listening still a very good brand but I've recently become a big fan of the Adidas Boston trainer currently on the 11th edition I've got the Boston 10s they've got carbon fiber rods in the sole they're a bit heavier than the average running trainer in terms of the carbon fiber plated shoe um, but I find them to be a really really good trainer um, so the the good thing is I find them really durable. The rubber on the bottom, I find run, rubs out too quick on trainers these days. I've got a pair that I've probably put about 250 mile on. 200, 250 mile. 
I've run all intensities in them. They're good for everything, and there's literally not one bit of wear on the on the tread um, yeah. because it uses continental rubber. So I find them really good. Uh, that's the Adidas Boston trainer, ten or eleven. Get the what's tens. the average? What's the average Same price of that? I looked at them today, £112 to £140. That's not on bad, sale. to be fair. That isn't bad Good for trainer. a pair of running trainers. That's, that's the 11s. You can get the 10s for cheaper. Yeah, right. Um, and again, we're not working in partnership with Adidas. No. Yet. But if Adidas are interested, get in contact <laughs> with us. I, trainers is something that is, um, as I've already, we've already talked about, I'm not going to bore you with it. This my size 14 Struggles. feet. Yeah, I struggle to get, but... Um, I've got a I've got a pair of Nike Pegasus Trail. The problem the problem is they're not for overpronation, but I might wear them for. I've got a, a run a run that's coming up in in a couple of weeks, Tatton, which uh, I'll be using them for their more trail. But yeah, I think trainers are important. I can vouch for that because when I first started tra- running, when I talked about running for the Potters Off years and years ago, I just basically went to Sports Direct and bought them. Yeah. Really important to get potentially a gait analysis and get the right trainer for you. Um, rather than just buying off the shelf or buying online, go and get yeah. a proper analysis. Invest in your feet, people. Yeah, Most definitely. important thing as a runner is your feet and definitely. your nipples. And your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> um, item number two on the Christmas list. This is an, another sort of fairly uh, reasonably priced item. Um, I'm a big fan of a book, a running book. So I'm going to go for number two is a book by a guy called Steve Magnus. Um, Steve Magnus is a bit of a hero of mine in terms of his social media content. Um, I would highly recommend following him on both Instagram and also on Twitter. He spends different... um, Well, he he uses his platforms to basically post different bits of inspirational quotes, running psychology... And he does it in the most simple way. Um, some of the stuff is is brilliant. Um, so that's Steve Magnus. And he's got a book which is called Do Hard Things. Um, it's his new release. Um, and it's literally about, um, as it says on the cover, doing hard things. And in the same sort of vein as the book by Matt Fitzgerald that I talked about, um, it... it, it basically gets you to feel comfortable and gives you a lot of insight into the way in which you can reimagine difficulties uh, and the understanding of toughness Um, and it's not just for runners and athletes it's for parents coaches anyone looking to prepare for big challenges in life highly recommend it pick it up at about 18 pounds on amazon Mm, great book well I i haven't read it Rachel, it's on the on the Christmas list. <laughs> Get it on there. Um, and then number one, it is a must, really, if you want to take your running to the next level. And you can pick one up from anywhere between £100 to £800-and-odd. I, mean, I know what you're going to say. What is it? A watch. A watch. A watch. A watch, Rob. <laughs> it could be any running watch. Mm. Uh, Polar, Sonato. Um, are some good brands personally I'm a big fan of Garmin mm. again I, we're not working for or in partnership with anyone but Garmin is the number one brand for me you can pick up a watch for £99 
you can pick up a watch for 800 odd pound but what it allows you to do is take your run into the next level track your miles or your kilometers your pace your heart rate um, you can set workouts a lot of the people I coach um, their workouts are sent directly to their watch from the app that I use training peaks um, and it allows you to get some real good accountability some of the watches on Garmin now you can download free training plans which you can be guided through you are not going to go far wrong as a Christmas gift if someone's starting out running than a running watch I had a running watch off my loved one Laura for my Christmas present last year uh, a Garmin 245 with music and it's the best thing I've ever used I had a Fitbit before that a Fitbit Versa 3 which is fine absolutely fine but I think the Garmin 245 and I actually had a, somebody actually asking me a question about what kind of watch would they recommend and they were actually thinking about buying the same watch as me like you say you can buy like the Vivo Active ones and all that malarkey which are absolutely astronomical priced Obviously, if you're a serious elite runner, that's probably what you're going to buy. But for the general everyday runner, I think the Garmin 245, I think there's a 255 as well. I think that's the mid-range one that you could get. I picked mine up, well, I say I picked mine. Laura picked it up for about 130 quid, I think. I think they were on offer for Black Friday, about 120 quid this last week. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would always say a watch, a good watch. I, I haven't even used all the things on there. I can't get my head around most of them. Um, I just you basically start, to stop yeah. and start it on top. Yeah, well, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I would I would advocate that as a, as a, a must buy. I mean, so we've got a book, we've got a watch, we've got trainers, uh, we've got a, a recovery bath, and what was the other one? Chubbing uh, in the bath. Chubbing in the bath. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> I would always say socks as well. I think socks, socks are important. Socks, yeah. I because uh, I obviously you use socks. I don't know why I said that. Obviously, <laughs> uh, but I think having a good pair of socks is really important. Because when I first started running, I uh, only used my normal socks, and I got quite a lot of blisters. Ben's gone again. Uh, I got like quite a lot of blisters until I started buying proper running socks, and I bought myself some compression socks as well. Um, and I was looking online the other day, and I've just got to tell you this because it's so funny. Uh, I, looking, I was looking on Start Fitness, and uh, I, I searched for socks, and something came up as um, hilly toes. You can get socks called hilly toes. And I was thinking, oh, I've got to get myself a pair of hilly toes. Silly toes in the hilly toes. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And I haven't bought myself any yet, but I'm going to. And they've got like the, the independent toes, so it's like a glove, but for your foot. So I think a good pair of socks is important. Should we do a secret Santa between us? Yeah, yeah. Well, you've already got yours. You, you know what you're buying me. But yeah, I, I think a good pair of socks is always important. So I bought myself some new socks. Yeah, again, it's that thing, isn't it? Protect your feet. Invest in your feet. You need to get good socks, good shoes, and a bit of body glide. So I, I like that question, Mark. I think hopefully we've put something on there, give you a bit of idea for things that you need to start running or would help you with running and maybe even filled up your Christmas stocking yeah. if your family or friends are listening. Okay, so that's the three questions that we've had. Uh, so we have three questions every time that we do the podcast. So thank you for the people that have sent them in. Um, so please send more questions in. If you've got a question that you want to ask me or a question that you want to ask Ben, uh, about anything in particular so it could be about what 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 do you recommend for uh, running as in what tempo what what pace 
anything about heart rate running just let us know so you can send the questions in via facebook via instagram so we are couch to coached on instagram and facebook uh, twitter as well uh, couch to coach or you can send it to couch to coached at outlook.com so send your emails in and ask us questions yeah we've been we've been really pleased with the level of response we've got for the questions um and i think obviously if we get to a point where we haven't got any listeners questions this feature will go mm. so keep sending them in there's no question too silly yeah. um don't ever feel like your question is not good enough please send them in to us and we'll get them answered absolutely absolutely um so the next bit that we're going to look at is a funny story funny running related story so we've been asking for people on instagram for funny related stories we had that one last podcast about the the guy that the the, the guy that was running and the wife wasn't impressed and we give a bit of advice to that person so we are after people to send in these funny stories so please let us know if you've got a funny story we did put a bit of a competition out there and we have got a winner uh Ange, who is a stoke fit massive member Woohoo! Big up, Ange. Go stay fit. Yeah, so she has won a free 30-minute coaching call with Ben. So we're going to arrange that to happen. Um, so here, funny running-related story. I'm going to read it to you now. So it starts off, she sent me this via Facebook. Do you really want to know? <laughs> oh, there we go. It's hilarious, but don't think it's broadcastable in its entirety. Well, Ange, we are going to broadcast it in its entirety. <laughs> It was Audley Edge Bypass 10K in 2018, she thinks. It was absolutely red hot and had not been feeling well during the morning. My friend Lou said, it's just race day nerves, which people always get. So off we went. We were only about 400 metres in and my stomach started grumbling and I couldn't hold it any longer. And then she's put a laughing face and the poo emoji. So I'm sure you can guess what happened. (laughs) It just oozed out of me with no control. (laughs) I ended up running up the embankment into a ditch and stripping off. Luckily, given the heat, I had water on board, so I was able to wash myself down a bit, but my underwear was completely unrecoverable. So off they came, and I left them in the ditch. I rinsed my legs best I could, got dressed, and carried on. My loyal friend, wait, uh, loyal friend Lou waited for me to get on, on for me on the bypass, and what else does it say? And hose me down with her available water too. Isn't that what friends are for? No. Needless to say, it was the <laughs> slowest 10k I've ever ran, but the most memorable. Not done it since though. I had to sit on a bin bag all the way home and couldn't wait to get in the shower. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we've all been there before. You say it'd probably be the slowest 10k you've ever done, but it's the fastest 400 meters you've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I've been there. I'm not done that. I must admit, I've never got to that point. I've heard of other people either doing similar or also potentially I mean, the other end toilet troubles run a squit as it's sometimes called it's a real thing it's a, it, mm. it is a real problem i mean i mean, you've you've done really well there to share that story to us because i think i think everybody if they really wanted to could share a story like that but it's it's never been explained by it just oozed out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that bit too. I like it. It was a good story. And I, I don't know whether I can talk to you now on a one-to-one level, to be fair, after hearing that. But I will be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> I've been close on a couple of occasions. I can remember coming home from a run and running straight upstairs, not even talking to the kids, not even talking to the Laura, straight into the toilet after set on the toilet. I've been close. I've never actually had to squat down and, and use water to douse myself off and but I have been close a couple of times and bin me underwear <laughs> yeah 
but yeah, it's a really good story. So we want more stories from people. So if you've got a story, a funny related, running related story, please do let us know. Send them in. There's the same places: the Couch to Coached Instagram page, Facebook page, email at Couch to Coached at Outlook.com. So please do let us know because we do like to have a bit of a laugh at the end we of the do. podcast. Brilliant, Ange. Thank you very much. Thank for you, Ange. That in. Um, and I, I won't be able to look at you the same way now. No, I won't be able to speak to her either. But hey ho, competition's <laughs> a competition. It is, absolutely. Um, it leaves us our last thing, doesn't it? Last thing of episode three the couch and the coach challenge. The reason why we're all here, all of us, the reason why me and Rob are here, and the reason why you are all listening, because you want to know what the next challenges are going to be. Do you want to kick off, or shall I? Go on, you go first. You sure? Yeah, go okay. on. So, I, I had multiple things that I wanted to do because, as I say, Candy Crush has taken over my life. So I, <laughs> I thought I could really get my own back here. Um, <laughs> oh, God. But I've, I've, I've kept it on the, the theme of coaching because that's what the challenge is for. And I thought we're going to keep the theme going of consistency strength conditioning we've talked about it a bit on this episode about getting some variety into your training yeah mm. you've done a lot of running I have you've done a lot of racing I have you've done a lot of football I have what are you going to tell me to do now but what we need to do is to get a proper session in a proper running okay. session okay yeah and there's nothing better and hill reps. Oh my life. <laughs> okay. Hill okay. reps. Yeah. I've never done them, I must admit, so I've never done hill reps. Exactly. <laughs> this is the problem. We need <laughs> to get you doing some hill reps. What's it like round by you, hilly? I live on a top of a massive hill. <laughs> uh, Heartbreak Hill, as they call it, on the Potter's Half. So I do live on the top of Heartbreak Hill. There we go. Like me. How long is that hill? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Well? Um, probably about half a mile, maybe. Okay. We don't want quite that long, so let's do let's do half of that hill. Half of that okay. hill to the top okay. is one rep. Okay. Yeah? yeah? I want you to do a session. The session is a nice 10 to 15 minute warm-up. Bit of easy running. Nice yeah. bit of easy running. Get the heart rate going. Get the legs mobilised. Do some dynamic movements, some drill work. You know drills squats, mm-hmm. lunges, that sort of thing. Yeah. Get you nicely warmed up. Make your way to halfway up that heartbreak hill. I love the fact it's called heartbreak hill. <laughs> and we're going to do 10 repeats. So up, then down, then up, and then down, then so up, and then down. So you're going to run up the hill, trying yeah. to keep nice and tall. Imagine there's a balloon, a helium balloon attached to your head, pulling you up, so you're nice and tall. If you want the oxygen to be going in through the, the, the windpipe, and we don't want that esophagus is that what it's called the esophagus yeah it is yeah esophagus yeah your food part scrumpled up we want you to be nice and tall to let the oxygen into the lungs to get the, the trachea, open. That, your uh, wind pipe's your trachea there we go trachea so we want nice good form 10 reps each rep should be done quite tough quite high intensity let's think about the rpe scale we used earlier 10 mm-hmm. being sprinting one being sitting we want it to be about an eight a nine okay up to the top of the hill and then you're going to walk down Oh, okay. When you've walked down the hill, you get to the bottom of the hill, I want you to have one minute standing still at the bottom of the hill. Okay. 
and then you're going to repeat and then that back up again ten times. So ten times, so ten up, ten up, and then ten down. Stay for okay. Yeah. Okay. I will send. Is you that the just details. the one session? That's that one, one session. session. Okay. So time it nicely, depending on what your running is, your football. Give yourself a recovery day after. Maybe get some fresh legs. Do your session. A nice reel. Share it on Instagram. Share <laughs> it on Facebook. A before and an after. I'm sure you'll 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 know which is the before and which is after <laughs> after doing that. I don't have to describe so, that. Coach challenge. Hill reps. I thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. So the couch challenge. You get. I get that. You get the good end of the deal with these couch to coach challenge. I must admit. Come on. Give me something <laughs> nice and enjoyable. So the couch challenge for you this 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 week of this episode is: Have you got Disney Plus? Probably. Okay. Depends. If you haven't got Disney Plus, you've got to get Disney Plus. I know you have because you said you have. <laughs> so Disney Plus. Have you ever watched The Walking Dead? Oh, no, not again. <laughs> Have you watched The Walking Dead? I, I watched The Walking Dead. Not all of it, though. Okay. I basically watched, I think, half of the first season. Okay. But I found it quite repetitive. Okay. So what I want you to do is to watch the full season, season one, and get into it because it does get better. I've watched the whole of The Walking Dead. I don't know how I find the time to do all this stuff. I'm on like 2,300 odd on Candy Crush, and I've watched the whole season of, of the whole series of Walking Dead. There's, I think there's 12 series, and it's just come to an end. Literally last week was the last episode. They're doing spin offs, but they do, that's the last episode. So, what the couch challenge to you this episode is I want you to watch The Walking Dead season, well, series or season one. If you get to season one and you've still got time, start watching season two. Okay, I could do that. But there's a lot of um, is there a lot? There's a there's a lot of zombies in it, isn't there? Mm, right, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna find myself analysing the the running form of the, the zombies. <laughs> yeah, potentially <laughs> running away. You don't want to do that. You want to do a hell rep instead of doing that. <laughs> so that is your couch challenge to watch season series or season one of The Walking Dead. One, just report back. Yeah, report back and let me know what happens in the season because I know what happens. I've watched it, so I know what happens. Is there a I quiz? Watch, I might watch it. Yeah, I might watch it again actually, just yeah. to make sure you make sure I can do a bit of a quiz. I'm yeah, up for that. could be a good thing. I'll do a bit of a I'll quiz, watch that. Instagram quiz. I'll watch that. So there you go. I get hill reps. You get to sit on the couch and watch The Walking Dead. Who's got the better end of the deal there? Definitely you. Got Definitely with you. That. I'll take that. I like this. I like it. Runs <laughs> well for me. Never once have I thought to myself, you know, that's not a bad challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so that just brings us on to the last thing I just want to mention. Um, me and Ben are actually going to meet for the first time on Saturday. We've not met before. We've spoke on the phone. We've spoke on over uh, video, but we've never actually met in person. I'm a bit nervous. So I'm just warning you: if it goes, if it doesn't go very well, there might not be an episode four. <laughs> <laughs> so we are meeting at the Park Run in Trentham. So Trentham Gardens. If anybody wants to come and see us, we will be signing photos. <laughs> if you bring your own photo and, and you bring your own pen, and it will be free. We won't be charging you for it yet. Maybe in a couple of more, couple more years, we might be charging. But you have but to if bring you want... your own pen and photo. Yeah, you have to bring your own pen and photo. We will sign any photo. It doesn't have to be a photo of us. It could be any photo. Photo of Cliff Richard. Yeah. <laughs> 
So if you want to come and meet us, come and meet us. We'll be at Trenton Park Run on Saturday, Saturday the 3rd of December. Yeah, it'd be good to meet yeah. some of the listeners, especially as it's the yeah, only it opportunity you'll get to see both of us in the same place. Guess who's going to be there? Who? Jackie Bailey. Jackie! <laughs> yeah, Jackie Bailey. So we're going to be, because Jackie Bailey's met, met you. She's obviously met me in the past, not through this, but she's met me through work. So she's going to be there. Yeah, so we'll meet Jackie Bailey, the top fan, top number one fan. Number one fan. Um, when I get to Parkrun, so. how will I know where you are? How will I know, how will I know how to recognise you? Well, you, I'm sure you'll recognise me. I'm the six foot six guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. Ben, over here, over here. Shopping. I believe you're running Shopping with your, running with a double, <laughs> running with your double buggy as well. Yeah, we're going to be there with the kids. Um, me and Rach pushing the kids uh, double buggy. I was going to set Rob the challenge to have a race, really. Me pushing the double pram um, round Trenton Gardens Park Run, um, but you know, didn't feel didn't feel like I could do that to him. You'd definitely beat me. You would definitely beat me. And I haven't I've only done Trenton once, uh, so I might be able to get a PB, hopefully. I could post you for a PB. Yeah. Should we do it? We'll do it. Yeah, yeah, if you want. I might be blowing out my backside, but yeah, we I'll can pa- do. Here we go. Come down to Trenton Gardens Park Run, all the listeners. Mm-hmm. Get a photograph signed by me and Rob. Bring your own photo, bring your own pen. Meet Jackie Bailey and watch Rob <laughs> get a PB. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Happy days. Okay, so I, I think that's probably a good note to end the podcast. Episode episode three, in the bag. I think if you've enjoyed the podcast, please remember to uh, download the episodes, uh, continue listening, interact with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and also make sure that you are following us as well so you get notifications as each episode comes out. Rob, yeah. see you the weekend. weekend. I'm off to go and do some chubbing in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> See you later. See you later. <laughs>